This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. I've heard that there's a house that has some bodies in the basement. Somebody told you that Shakaya was a victim of human trafficking? And come to find out, this is like, it exploded into this huge thing. I knew. I just knew something was wrong. Police say 33-year-old Jared Bridegan was shot dead. I kept calling his phone during the drive. Gunned down in front of his two-year-old daughter. It's a murder that stunned Jack's Beach neighbors. His murder has attracted national attention, with investigators saying he was targeted. Eventually, a police officer answered and told me to come to the police station. Justice is something that takes different shapes or forms. If you know something, heard something, please, it's never too late to do the right thing. So I'm Deanna Thompson, AKA Body Movin'. And I'm John Green. For about a decade, Deanna and I spent a lot of time on the internet, especially in the underbelly of the internet, trying to identify and get animal abusers arrested. We spent countless hours scouring the dark web, helping catch predators. We spent over a year and a half trying to get law enforcement to take us seriously about a man that was killing cats online, and he was threatening to move on to kill humans, and that was Luca Magnata. Yeah, you might've heard about the Netflix special called Don't Fuck With Cats. That's us. Well, now we're turning our online investigative skills to some of the most unexplained, unsolved, and just ignored cases. This is True Crimes. A production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. So in our last episode, we got some really good news. Police in Florida have made an arrest for the murder of Jared Bridegan, charging 62-year-old Henry Tenen for the murder. But there are still a lot of unanswered questions to this case. Mainly, who is Henry Tenyon? And why did he plan, plot, and kill Jared? And what's Henry's connection to Jared to begin with? Or to Jared's ex-wife Shayna and her new husband Mario? I mean, it still feels like there's a lot of unknowns in this case, and I think we need to continue digging. We need to go look through some social media and other publicly available information. But while we do that... We also got a massive win in Shakaya's case. We've been waiting for her father to sign the FBI DNA form so Shakaya's information can be uploaded into a national database. According to Yellowstone County Sheriff's Office, Detective Fritz, he said that he's been trying to get this DNA from the family since the case started. So for us to be able just to make a phone call and get this lickety split in a couple days, I mean, it definitely highlights some problems in, in the system. So now we finally got our hands on this key piece of the puzzle that we've been waiting on. And it's very exciting. Mike's on the line. Mike! Hey! Did you get any snow? Oh, yeah, we got a bunch of snow, and it's like 10 degrees now. I saw the pictures you sent. Absolutely gorgeous. Last time we talked, you had sent us the FBI form, right? Yep. So get this. I called Chane because I wanted to tell her about the form, right? And that what you had found, you had called Detective Fritz, and she, her mom was there. And so her mom put me on speakerphone, and we just kind of chatted, right? She said we will definitely get Shakaya's dad to sign this form. So I got, I was out last night, I was out for dinner and I got a ping on my phone 
and it was an email from Shawnee, and she got, I got the form signed. Nice. And so I have it. I'm going to send it to you tonight. Okay. And then um, we'll go from there. I, I thought you would be more excited. No, I am. I was just going to ask, like, how long is it going to take me to get that form signed? Because the sooner the better. So that's awesome. No, no, it's really cool. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. And I'll call, uh, you know, sometime mid-morning, give them time to get in the office. I'll call them and, and let them know that we got it. Yeah. And then I'll email it to them. I'll email it to you too as soon as we hang up. But once I get it, yeah, I'll get it. I'll send it right to him. And then he'll get that submitted to the FBI, he said right away. And we'll know right away if any law enforcement's, you know, found a body, God forbid. Maybe they don't get one that no hit is, that's info too. So, you know, no hit is, is good info too. So Yeah, that's so true. It, no hit is good. Yeah. So the following night, we talked to Mike Toth again. So, hey, Mike, the last time we talked, we had gotten that form that needed to be signed, and we got it in your hands, right? Yes. And then you were going to contact Yellowstone County Sheriff's that we got the form. Correct. How'd that go? And I, I called the detective, and uh, he was surprised. Like, oh, wow, you did? And I was like, yeah, we got her. So I said, hey, I'm going to email it to you right now. And he says, great. He goes, I will send it next week with the DNA to the FBI. And that'll be entered into their their database to see if we get a hit. And if we don't get a hit, it, it'll just stay in the database in case somebody submits some DNA, you know, that it, it would show that it's her. This will be submitted to their database, like kind of like a fingerprint, submitting fingerprints to see if we get a hit. They'll submit it in case her body was found, let's say, in Arizona with no identification. Arizona would submit DNA to the FBI trying to identify her. So... By us now, by the Yellowstone County now submitting her DNA, it'll be on file. God forbid it's found that way. But at least, you know, we've got the needle moving in a direction that wasn't there before we started. So we've got that accomplished. The most important thing is that the FBI gets a DNA and we were able to facilitate that. So that's the most important thing. And I'm happy about that. After talking to Mike Toth, we reconnected with Michael Street from SketchCop.com. SketchCop was working on an age progression of Shakaya so that we could make an updated missing person poster for her family. Hi, Deanna. SketchCop, our favorite cop. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Good. So, Mike, the last yep. time Deanna, Deanna spoke with you on the phone, uh, provided you with some pictures and kind of gave you a general idea of what maybe she looked like. So what have you been up to in that time? Just working on the photograph itself, amongst other crimes and other and sundry things I've been dealing with and, and working on. So that's why, it's, and I, you know, yeah, and, and I really took a lot of time to look at it because every time I do these, I, I try to get myself into the mindset of, you know, this is a, just a, just a very pretty young lady. And um, some of the stuff that, that you're describing to me that, you know, the lifestyle that she might be engaging in now, you know, some of the dangerous stuff that she was doing before she disappeared. And then, um, then of course, you know, we're, we're thinking the worst, of course, because she hasn't turned up voluntarily or otherwise, you know, dangerous lifestyles, drugs, possibly human trafficking is going to take a toll on someone uh, like her. So, um, I just wanted to be very careful to ride that fine line of trying to keep her look while at the same time show the ravages of that sort of lifestyle. So it was, there was still that sweetness in there you can still tell it's just a proud young woman but at the same time it reflects that just the wear and tear of, of, of what happened with with folks that are out there i'm gonna push send and it's yikes in the way here we come i got it oh wow oh. she looks like her mom wow that looks like tamara she's still beautiful and she you still captured like you said that sweetness right yeah, I tried to keep that, and, and I elevated her chin just as I turned her face a little bit, and I elevated the chin so she didn't look so beaten down, so to speak, and then um, then just averted her gaze just a bit, just to kind of get that wistful look. Still very beautiful, but you can see just a little bit of age, you know? Nothing crazy. She still looks like Shakaya. Wow. I, I got the chills, dude. All right, I'm going to download that one. I got the chills, like, for real. I like it because it captures that still looks innocent kind of look that she had, you know, and, but I think it captures her overall character. 
her overall look is in there. So I'm ready to go to the second version. Is this going to be the short hair version, Mike? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that looks different. Oh, wow. You know, I have to tell you, if she had short hair, I don't know that I would recognize her. Looking at this photo? That's the first thing that came, yeah, it's the first thing that came across my mind. Right. And I've looked at all of her pictures like a hundred times. And if I saw her, this woman walking down the street, I don't know that I would look twice. Wow. That makes such a big difference. Holy mo I mean I'm I'm very impressed with your work, first of all. Like obviously you're very talented. I mean, this is like forensic artistry, right? Like this is this is very talented. But I'm stunned at how 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 different V2 looks. Like she would be what? She would be 24 now, living possibly a hard life. And I think this this really captures that while still keeping her sweetness. I think this is so well done. I was really nervous because I didn't want to upset her family while still respecting the the concept that we you know we want her to be recognized, right? That's that's the fine balance, like you were saying. And I, I think that they're going to see that sweetness in her still. And I, and I appreciate that for them. So now let's give Shakaya's mom, Tamara, a call. These new updated photos from SketchCop and getting Shakaya's DNA into the FBI database are huge steps in the right direction. And they may help solve this missing person case. We gave Detective Fritz Dwight's DNA release. Thank you guys for doing that. So he's going to send it off to the FBI. So she turns up like in a hospital or somewhere, even jail even, and doesn't know who she is, you know, because that could happen. You know, that could happen. They'll be able to identify her anywhere in the country. So that's a big deal. We're really happy about that. Yes, I'm, I'm excited because it's, it's been about a year since we've been trying to get that going for her DNA. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So that's a really good thing. Guys, I do. I really appreciate you. And I, and I have hope, like. I've always wanted to know somebody was out there helping me, you know, and it's, it's a blessing to know that you guys are out there. And um, I really appreciate you guys. I do. Tamara, thank you. That means a lot. That means uh, more to me than you know. Yes, I know. It really does. And I really, um, I am holding out hope that I'll be able to meet her. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I don't care. Who, I don't care who finds her. I just want her to get found. I don't care if it's me. I just want to give her a hug. And yesterday was her birthday. Oh, babe. But I'm so thankful for you guys. And I appreciate it. God bless you guys. So, like, this is everything that we would need to create, like, a missing persons poster. And I have, like, a cal like a lot. I have, like, some calculations running. Like, today's date versus the date she went missing. How long she's been missing. How old she is now. You know, it's, it's all calculated, right? So you're not going to mess with any performances and stuff. Um, so she's been missing for 54 months, you know, that whole thing. And then all the, like her social media, the, when she was reported missing. So let's do, let's go get some older photos of her. Let's go look. Let's go here. And I go to here and I go to her social media. And we'll just pick a couple different pictures of her. Uploads, upload files. May have short hair you know what we could do and i was going to ask you about this so there's a website like linktree let's say and there are permanent links on a permanent website that have like different things like our OSINT page right permanent link blah blah blah, blah. you get it what if we made one of these for shakaya and put links for shakaya that people can scan with our q like for instance our qr code yes right that's what i like let's say you know one that we create that we can constantly add and update right so there's a qr code people can scan it it takes them to the link tree that we can give anybody access to shawnee i don't care you know what i mean like we'll turn it over it doesn't matter that can constantly be updated with new links like the phone number for yellowstone pd the you know i like it i get it let's do it okay so that's what it looks like right now perfect all right sweetheart i think we're good i'll upload and um i'll, I'll finish the rest this tomorrow and uh this weekend and then maybe we can schedule a call with the family to, to go over all of this next week sounds good to me but just because we finished with the poster doesn't mean we were done with shakaya's case 
So if you remember, we spoke with Darla. And as a reminder, Darla's daughter was assaulted by Rico. And that's why he's currently in Yellowstone County Jail. He's facing charges for that assault. He has not been convicted. Well, Darla has become like a grassroots activist locally in Billings, and she really wants to help find Shakaya. Darla made some unbelievable discoveries about Rico and the people likely behind Shakaya's disappearance. So we connect with her once again. I went to the crisis center here in town. There's a crisis center. And one of the security guards that works there said that he knows exactly who Rico is. One of the ladies knew who Rico was, too. And Rico would just hang out there. He did the same thing at Tumbleweed until he was kicked out. Yes, he would go and wait outside of these these types of places to look for girls. Security guards said that the girl that had been there, and he wouldn't identify to me who she was, but he said Rico had taken off with the girl. They went to Great Falls, and the girl never came back, but Rico did. Oh, they, he said Great Falls specifically? Yes. And I've heard from other people that Rico or this particular circuit runs women from here to Great Falls, down to Phoenix, into San Diego, and then across the border if they live that long. Oh, shit. So we have a sighting of Shakaya in Great Falls. I mean, if what we suspect is true, then he's a very small piece in a much bigger puzzle, right? Yes. And I've heard that there's people above Rico. He's not he's not top dog. He didn't live in a really fancy apartment or drive a nice car. I think most of what he did was low level. Like so anyway, as time goes on, I start going out into the public and asking people about Rico. Lots of people know who Rico is. No one wants to talk about Rico. Hmm. No one will talk about Rico. Law enforcement told me to be very, very careful because he or his people could come after me or my kids. You know, I think that's why he targeted my daughter. He didn't. He thought she was like every other runaway. He thought she was vulnerable. right? And her parents wouldn't care. You know, they wouldn't look and they wouldn't do anything. And I'm not that person. We messed with the wrong mom. Tammy's no different from me. Like she's her culture is a little different, you know, but I want to understand it. There are people like me. There's groups of people like me who do care, who do want to see this change, not just for their their culture, but everybody, all women to be treated equally, all of us, every, no matter what. That's the thing that really pissed me off, though, was the difference between how they treated a white girl and how they treated Shakaya. I don't get paid for this. But yet I spend so many hours of my day, like I just hyper-focused on I'm going to find everything I can about Rico. As soon as I realized that, like, I mean, I was going to fight for my daughter, but I was going to fight even harder when I found out that, you know, there's a mother whose daughter was last seen with the same man that hurt my my baby. I almost feel like Shakaya's my child, too, in a way. You know, like I'm fighting for her. I want Tammy to be there to be able to see that some sort of justice has been done. It may not have been for Shakaya, wish it was, I would do anything for it to be for Shakaya. I wish that every day, but at least I can do this. I was loud about it. I'm not going to shut up. Hi, Shawnee. Hello. How are you, darling? Good. How about you guys? All right. Doing pretty good. Trying yeah. to get everything kind of tied up to get this out there to the public. So we wanted to get some new posters made for social media, Instagram, TikToks, you know, that kind of stuff, Twitter, Facebook, and then also printable if we if we wanted to hang posters somewhere. And so we, we had that done. And I spent all weekend creating four new posters. So I sent, I emailed them to you. I don't know if you can open them up while we're on the phone. Yeah, I can. Okay, there it is. Okay. Wow. She looks like your mom. <laughs> Doesn't she look like your mom? Yeah. <laughs> and I saw it. I was like, gosh, she looks like Tammy. <laughs> so, uh, Shawnee, just so you know, we talked to Darla. Do you know who Darla is? Darla oh, yeah. Darla May Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. We talked to her last week, and she gave us a bunch of information on on Rico and, like, you know, what happened to her daughter and how that all worked out and how there was, like, a middleman, which we think is in your – in Shakaya's case, we think is Romello Big Day. And it was, like, the same kind of situation, right? And then uh, she gave us a bunch of names to look into. So we're looking at those. So while they're doing the production for the podcast and all that, that's fine. John and I are still going to be looking for Shakaya, just so you know. We're not giving up just because the podcast is done. And you have you have our, my contact info and my email if you ever, you know, want to reach out with any new information or whatever. But we're still looking at, like, YouTube videos of people that 
there's like a couple of uh, content creators that interview like street kids kind of thing in different cities. And we're watching through those to see if she pops up, you know, because we don't know. We don't know what her situation is. Um, we don't know if she's maybe homeless or if she's, you know, living some in like a, an apartment with, you know, six other girls. We have no idea. So we're, we're, we're watching for her on social media. We're watching in her, for her on, you know, all those YouTube channels and stuff. And then we're also looking into a bunch of names that your mom gave us, which we found a couple connections. And then with Darla, too. So we're still we'll st we're still on the hunt. Basically, I just wanted to let you know you know kind of what we've been up to and that we haven't given up even though we haven't talked in a while we haven't given up yeah is there is there anything new that we should to know about or anything new you can share with us Shawnee? Well, yeah. yeah rico's case um we talked to darla about that i guess it got moved yeah and she told us yeah it, keep, it got yeah so yeah, it, just, it keeps getting pushed back and then they're, they're saying that he might get a plea deal I mean, he might not know where Shakaya is at this moment, but I think he knows where she went because I think he took her there. Yeah, so do I. I did not a doubt in my mind. So I'm just having a hard time with it all because um, they, they offered him the pay deal and they're possibly reducing his bond. And um, But there's not a doubt in my mind, Deanna, that he knows where she went. I agree, Tammy. Yep, not a doubt in my mind that they all know. Not a doubt. We still have so much to do. That's why we're not giving up. We're not just because we're not recording the podcast doesn't mean we're going to give up. And you guys can, of course, email me or whatever, anything you have at any time. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Let's stop here for a break. We'll be back in a moment. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So as we keep digging into Shakaya's disappearance, yet another bombshell in Jared's case drops. So Henry Tenen 
we know was arrested, right? And he was arrested for the murder of Jared Bardian. Then there was a press conference and they said, we're not going to be releasing the affidavit for 30 days. And we all assumed that it was because they didn't want to play their hand publicly, right? Because as soon as the arrest, the, the probable cause affidavit is released, we can read it and know how they linked Jared's murder to Henry, right? And we learned that Henry rented a house for Mario, right? Correct. Mario had a business where he owned rental properties. And at one of them, Henry Tennant just happened to be one of his tenants. Right. And then on February 13th, Henry Tennant pled not guilty to all four counts. So we were like, okay, well, that's interesting. On March 16th, Henry changes his plea to guilty. So at that moment, you know he's cooperating. You know he's cooperating, right? If he pleads guilty, they're, they're offering him a deal for information. The same day, Mario Enrique Fernandez Saldana is arrested. Mario Fernandez Saldana is charged in the 2022 shooting death of Bridegan. The suspect is married to Bridegan's ex-wife, Shauna Gardner Fernandez. So Mario has been arrested for the murder of Jared Bridegan, Shana's husband, and Shana is the ex-wife of Jared. So Shana and Mario are the two that we've kind of been looking at this whole time. And I think it should also be highlighted that what we've heard is Shana and Mario had separated. In January of this year, she relocated with the kids all across the country to Washington. Mario stayed behind in Florida and was living with his brother for a while. The house that they were living at was listed for sale, was unlisted, but recently was listed again. So it appears Shayna was trying to distance herself from Mario and by distance move all the way to the other side of the United States. I wonder if that was by design, though. Like, I know I know that people say that the separation was sort of planned prior to the murder of Jared Bridegan, but it just seems awfully convenient, right? Correct. Like, was it was a separation for appearances? Like, look, I'm not even with him. If you're going to arrest him, that's got nothing to do with me. Right. That's all on him. I don't know. So I guess the question is, is was Mario's lawyer appointed to him by the courts or did he hire a lawyer? No, I looked him up. So Mario's attorney, he's like a really respected, like criminal trial attorney in Jacksonville Beach. So in my mind, that costs some money. Do you think because it's a high profile case, he took it pro bono? No, I do not. Mm. So who do you think's paying the attorney bill? I'm wondering if there's some sort of Chad Daybell in Idaho is paying for his attorney through like the, the, the sale of his properties and they're doing like a lien kind of situation. I wonder if the properties that Mario owns, if there's some sort of negotiation there. Put him up as collateral. Yeah. Or either that or they're still married like happily and, you know, the gardeners are taking care of it. I doubt that, but. And the lawyer that Mario has for his criminal defense, his name is not Henry Cox. It's Jason Nolan Dracer. Jason. Yeah, it's Jesse Nolan Dracer. Oh, Jesse. So he's already filed like a motion for discovery. Like he is like on it right now. I and mean, like he's he's going. He's like, I want to know what you've got. So he filed a motion of discovery. He filed a motion for a bill of particulars and filed his notice of appearance with the court already. And he did that today. Correct. So that's what's going on. But there's also other news, the Shana front, right? Yeah. On Reddit, there's a, like, a lot of discussion about the children. There's a lot of discussion about the theory that Shana has given custody of her children, which are also Jared's children, to her parents, the gardeners. And there's like a supposed family friend or somebody who's close to the family who has been spilling sort of these anonymous secrets. I don't know how credible they are. I have no idea who they are. I haven't even tried to look into it. But they are saying that Shayna has given custody of the kids. And, uh, you know, family court is all sealed. You're not going to be able to get anything. So we can't, like, look this up to verify it. But apparently the grandparents have custody of the twins. I would imagine that that would be an issue, um, especially with the young boy having the health issues and being in Utah. So I don't know if, if it's true, did, you know, Shelly Gardner go to Washington to take care of them? I, I don't know. But the talk on Reddit 
that's been discussing this quite a bit has been that Shelly is in Washington. And then their company is getting like blasted all over social media. And that's the one thing we do know. The family-owned company released an email to their employees and staff talking about kind of saying, we know nothing about this. You know, and it's interesting how that that letter is worded, right? They didn't say he was arrested for the murder of Shana's ex-husband. They worded it like he was involved in like uh, some white-collar crime. So I'm going to read it real quick, okay? Stampin' Up! is aware that Mario Fernandez, Shayna Gardner's current husband, has been arrested in conjunction with an ongoing investigation. Shayna, Shelly and Sterling's daughter, and Mario have been separated for an extended period of time. We have no further details about the situation other than what has been reported by the media. We understand that some demonstrators, now they call their employees demonstrators. It's important to know that. It's not like picketers, like people aren't protesting. We understand that some demonstrators have received troubling comments about this matter on their social media platforms. Please feel free to delete those comments of an inappropriate nature and block slash report those commenters on your personal accounts. You may also share this email with your teams if needed. Stampin' Up's longstanding commitment to you and all of our demonstrators is unwavering. Thank you for concern and continued support. Sincerely, Stampin' Up. So they, they, they neglected to mention that he was arrested for the murder of Shana's ex-husband. They just said, oh, he's, you know, been arrested. It's just an ongoing investigation. You know, it's probably some white collar crime. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Like he was doing some like fraudulent banking or something. They make sure to mention specifically Shana and Mario have been separated for an extended period of time. What they failed to mention is that they were very much together when Jared was murdered. And so that letter spurned off the Jared Brightigan or the Justice for Jared B Instagram account. Man, oh man, I was like cheering it on the other night. It was just going wild um, with amazing memes and, you know, and things. Now, listen, I'm not here to judge how anybody grieves. You know what I mean? Like when my mom died, I, I, I crack jokes. You know what I mean? Like you can't sit there and judge how anybody grieves or how somebody celebrates like justice and the Justice for Jared B. Instagram account was on fire that night. I mean, they were just making the greatest memes and also like really neat stories about how Kirsten and Jared met and like, you know, Jared just wasn't murdered. Their inf- their entire family was murdered. You know what I mean? Like he was their the entire center. Anyway, it was it was fantastic um, to see that on social media. Uh, but anyway, yeah, there was a big uproar was was stamping up. And I and I listen. I don't think they're going to go out of business or anything like that. But it, it is interesting that in the state of Utah, there's only been one news article written about this, and it was only a couple of days ago. The power that these people have in the state of Utah is quite scary. It's quite scary. And Shelley just got elected to some big hooty hoity toity thing in the church, so that makes it even more frightening. So that's the update that I have, which was a lot, I think. So imagine you're Jared's two kids. One of them is in the car that he had with Kirsten, but the two kids he had with Shayna, they're finding out that the man their mother married after she left Jared is now responsible for the death of their father. That's got to be a difficult conversation you have with those kids. There really is no press about this in Utah. Like none. It's been a big controversy. So I don't know what they're being told. They might not even know. I hope they don't know. I, I mean, I, I really do. We don't know what they're being told. But if they are being told what's going on, I, I can't imagine what they're going through. I, I honestly can't imagine. And, you know, with the Markell Act in Florida being passed, it would be very interesting to know what's going to end up happening if Shana is charged. So we touched on this in one of our previous conversations with Kirsten about is Jared's parents still alive and do they have access to the kids? And right now they don't. But if Shayna was somehow implicated in all this and proven that she had some was guilty of what happened to Jared, then the Merkel Act could go into effect. And then Jared's parents would be able to then, I think, go to court and ask for access to their grandchildren and be able to see them again. Not only that, they could access for custody. They could ask for custody and, and, and get it. So do you think uh, the gardeners are going to try and fight that in court, considering what we know happened to the child custody? Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. You know, I, I see a lot of people saying what a wonderful woman Shelly is and that she, she really does have a lot of a big heart, but that she's blind when it comes to Shana. So maybe in her defense, you know, I just got to play devil's advocate. She doesn't know. She does believe Shana's innocent and doesn't have anything to do with this. And Shane is a victim too. And so anyway, that's, that's the update. And it's a big update. The good thing is, is that arrests are being made. It, obviously, the case is moving forward, and it looks like there will finally be some justice for Jared and his family members and his kids. That's that. I mean, we were talking about how this has been going on for almost a year, and then almost to the date they announced the arrest of Henry Tenyon. But I think it's, I think it's telling, because sometimes you can tell things by what the court doesn't do, right? Like, they haven't released the probable cause affidavit yet. Why would that be? Because they're still ongoing investigation. They're still looking at Shayna, a hundred percent. Like I guarantee, they are still. They're wait. They need to talk to Mario, right, and see what he decides to turn over, right? Correct. See what he starts to say. Mm-hmm. And it took a month. It took a month for Henry Tennant to do it. You know, to say, okay, fine, I'll plead guilty and I'll give you all this information. So it's it's going to be interesting to see now. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about can't testify against your what? Yes, you can. It's an option. Okay, let's get that. Let's make that clear. It's an option. You don't have to, but you absolutely can. You know what I mean? People are like, no, that's his wife. He he can't test. Yes, he can. Yes, he fucking can. Big update. I just think it's interesting sometimes to look at what's been redacted, right? Yeah. Why did they redact this? And why did they redact? You can, you know what it says. Why did they? Re- so sometimes you can read between the lines. And with them not releasing the PCA or the probable cause affidavit, we know they're still building the case against somebody else. So I think we are both surprised and not surprised that Mario's been arrested, right? Yeah, I think we all saw the connection and we've always suspected Henry Tenen probably didn't act alone. And given Mario, now that we know he was Henry's landlord, there's the clear connection right there. But there's another question, right? Does this in any way connect to Shayna? And, you know, Kirsten has always suspected Mario's involvement. So what is she thinking? I think we should talk with her. I think we have to talk to her. Hey, Kirsten, I guess this is that moment to kind of hear how you're feeling and what you're thinking. And I'm sure it's a lot you've been going through. So if you don't mind, can you kind of share how things have been going with you and what you think about the arrest of Mario and what you think will happen next? Yeah, honestly, when Henry Tenen was arrested and I was able to see his photo, it was such a weird, weird thing to process. Because here you just you see this photo of someone that, you know, according to law enforcement, was the one that ended your husband's life. And you've never seen him before in your life. And you know, your husband had never seen him until the day he died. And what made it even more strange to me is that I didn't hate him. Like when I saw his photo, I I thought I would just be filled with like anger and hate. Yeah, there was a little bit of anger, but I also just like felt some pity almost. I don't know if that's the, the right way to describe it, but you know, looking at the photo that I was provided of him and hearing a little bit about his background, I'm just like, what got him to a point in his life where he would agree to end the life of someone he didn't know? And so I'm very grateful that despite all the wrong he has done to us, he decided to do something right and confess and agree to testify against co-conspirators. And then that's how we got to Mario... Mario's arrest. Mario's a different story. (laughs) You know, my feelings for Mario, um, I have no pity for him. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew who Jared was. He knew that Jared was a father, that he would be leaving children, multiple children, including two that lived with, with Mario and Shanna without Jared, that he would be leaving a six month old and a two year old without a father for their entire lives. So I, I, my feelings towards Henry and towards Mario were very different, despite them both being involved in Jared's murder. It was just kind of a, took me by surprise. Well, I think, I think that shows a lot of grace on your part. I mean, you definitely walk the walk, Kirsten, with, with your faith and, and what I, I find that very commendable. And I don't know that I would have shown the same amount of grace to Henry, but I definitely understand it. The fact that he is cooperating, you know, and, and is able to turn over, hopefully, 
can you know evidence that can help convict mario in the murder of jared because you know you're right he did know that jared was you know part of a very loving family uh four beautiful children he knew all that so hopefully hopefully anything that that henry can do to help that i'm sure you're grateful for if you don't mind i'm gonna go back a little bit so the first opportunity we had to speak with you you kind of walked us through the the day of the incident and how you had gotten a phone call from the jacksonville police and you had this gut feeling you knew what happened 11 months later jacksonville police arrest henry Tenon. state attorney general charges him with the murder of jared a few months later mario gets arrested here we are now what's your gut feeling telling you now this one I'm struggling with. I felt pretty certain about what Henry would do, which is why I addressed part of my remarks to him and his family. Mario, I I don't have as clear feelings on. Mario's in my experience, Mario's a very prideful person, and I don't know if his pride will allow him to plead guilty or if he will want a trial and he will be convinced that he can make 12 jurors believe him. He doesn't need to convince 12. He needs to convince one. Yeah, exactly. So that's even easier for him. You know, we have to convince 12. He only has to convince one. But at the same time, hypothetically, if someone that he was involved with was the real brains behind the operation and has left him out to dry, would his pride care more about bringing that person down than about continuing the pain for me and my family? Right. I'm not sure. I don't know which way we'll go. I wondered when the state was saying they were going to do the death penalty, I thought, okay, well, maybe this will be the push for him to, you know, start talking. And maybe that's why, you know, this is this is happening in the way it's happening. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened yet. I, I honestly, I'm surprised. And and maybe it is. And, and I don't know about it. And that's fine. But I, I am surprised that he because I do believe just in like, reading about him and, and his narcissism and, you know, whatnot, that that he would try to save himself, literally try to save himself um, and throw her under the bus um, with evidence, obviously. But it hasn't happened yet, as far as I know. Yeah. And so when we were at the recent court hearing where they filed the death um, notice, he even walked in kind of seeming like he was cocky, like he had a little strut. And then he did this like half smile smirk at his newest attorney. And part of me just wonders, has it sunk in yet? Like, do you realize that there's a high chance you will be put to death for what you've done? And are you willing to go that far to protect someone that you are no longer involved with? I wouldn't <laughs> if I were in his shoes. Like, I don't know. But part of me wonders if it's even sunk in yet. Yeah, so just so everybody's aware, Shanna took the twins and moved across country. Mario stayed behind in Florida and it doesn't appear that they're still together. There was rumors that they may be divorcing. We don't know, but it seems very odd that she would leave him, go across country. He stays there. Now he's arrested. He's been charged with first degree murder. So therefore the death penalty applies. So how far is he willing to go with this before he decides I better in order to save myself and get a life sentence with maybe a possibility of parole 25 30 years i need to start cooperating that that's basically where we're at right now we're all waiting for to hear that mario is now cooperating and he's turning over information that implicates a third person so i mean it's got to be very worrisome on your part why like deanna saying why hasn't he done it yet obviously we've been keeping up to date on what's been going on even though we haven't really been talking and whatnot but we've been keeping up to date and of course i follow the instagram and the tiktoks and all that and i noticed that a big part of this was this new judge that got assigned right yeah yes we finally have a judge yeah and she seems like a great judge through everything that you've been through do you have faith in the justice system um working the way it should and i know there's still possibly real quick i know there's possibly still um an outlier Mm -hmm. right? That we, we don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. But do you, do you feel with this judge? And I, I looked her up and I, I saw the post that you had made about her and how wonderful she seems to be. Mm -hmm. It's um, a good thing, but still the justice system has to do what the justice system has to do. Do you have, do you have faith in that uh, coming to fruition? Yeah, that's honestly something I kind of go back and forth on. On one hand, I feel like there is justice being done so far. And hopefully 
it's not just an arrest, it's a conviction and a sentencing, whatever that may be. Um, and that not only falls on the judge, but ultimately a jury. So there's going to be 12 strangers that I've never met who never knew Jared, who never knew Mario, who never knew Henry. And justice is going to be in their hands as well. Um, and that's a little, it makes my stomach churn because you, you just don't know. You don't know what people are going to think about the evidence or. Right. How a jury is going to take it, right? Yeah. So that is a little bit scary for me, honestly, thinking about sitting through a trial. That part I don't think is is justice. You know, like that just traumatizes the victim's family more, which is one reason I'm also grateful that Henry decided to plea rather than put us through a trial. So that's one trial saved. And hopefully, you know, who knows what other people will do. Mm, right. So I feel like justice is happening. But honestly, if it was true justice, I'll... <laughs> That, and this is where, it, you know, obviously things are set up in place to prevent innocent people from being punished. But if it was true justice, we wouldn't have to go through all of these hearings, all of these court dates of, oh, we're not going to set a trial now. We're going to bump it another 30 days. Oh, we're going to bump it another 40 days and just draw it out. It just, it doesn't allow that wound to fully close. Whereas, you know, like back in the olden days, the guilty were just punished right, right away. <laughs> Um, it happened very quickly, right? Yeah, right. which I get why we've put systems in place to protect people who are wrongfully arrested. But in this case, where everything in my being knows who did it, it seems a little unjust that we have to go through all the hoops. Right, right. I totally understand that. Yeah, mixed emotions on, on that. Well, let's see. You got the gunman who is willing to testify. You have the new or the ex-husband or the husband, the second husband who might be willing to testify. I don't see that case going to trial. I think a truly narcissistic person who has unlimited funds would take the trial. I do too. In fact, I think that somebody that's truly narcissistic would believe that they really haven't done anything wrong and that they have the power to do that. I mean, anybody who kills somebody is a little bit of a narcissist, let's be honest. I mean, you, you, you're you acting as God at that point. You have the, the power to take somebody's life. So, I mean, we can sit here and say there won't be a trial, but I mean, it happens all the time to narcissists. So, I mean, I don't know. It's a dependent upon the state to prove a person guilty. So everybody has a legal right to have a fair trial. So yeah, you're probably more than likely one of these will go. Is everybody doing okay in the family? Like his Jared's family too, like his, how is his brother and, you know, Adam and is everybody doing okay? I think we all have ups and downs. Like I talk to Adam the most, he and I are, are probably the most involved in, in Jared's case and keeping things updated. Then he loops in everybody else on his side, but he and I definitely do have hard days. And thankfully it seems like when he's having a really downer time, I'm okay. And when I'm having a super downer time, he's okay. So right. we're able to help each other through it. His wife, I talk to a lot. You know, she tells me how Adam's doing. I vent to her, cry to her. You know, I have my brothers that I've cried to. So it's hard, but we're pushing through. Good. That's, that's good. Where do you think all this is going to go? Do you, obviously you're going to implicate people who are innocent or whatever, but um, where do you think all this is going? every day I check Washington, you know, and what's going on there. And, you know, a lot of it is all rumor and speculation and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I know there's things that you probably can't say and please don't feel any pressure to do so. But what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Like, where do you think all this is going? I, I still can't imagine, I'm going to say it. I still cannot imagine that she didn't know about this. And I also still can't imagine that the, any money that was paid to Henry was done so without her knowing about it. Just her personality type. I just know that her, she had the purse strings, right? So I just, it's fr it's frustrating for me as an outsider. I can't imagine, and I never want to be in your position, but I just can't imagine uh, the frustration that you're feeling with it because it's like everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's, it's honestly frustrating knowing that, you know, as they say, it's an open investigation. So it, we know that it's not done with Henry and Mario. It is frustrating trying to be patient. And But though you look at other cases and having two people behind bars within, I think, 13 or 14 months, it's actually pretty re remarkable. So I am grateful that according to usual crime timelines, we are pretty quick. Um, but it doesn't feel quick when you're 
you're the family that's been hurt and are waiting for justice to be done. It feels like an eternity. So where I think it's going, I think, well, Henry's kind of wrapped up, so he's in jail until sentencing. Mario, as of now, is intending to go to trial, which likely will not take place until at least next spring at the earliest. And then it's still an open investigation, so I would assume that there will be another arrest at some point. And then who knows how long until that trial takes place. Have you guys had any contact with Shanna or any discussions about the kid or being the the twins and being able to see them or have any access to them at all? So I have not seen or spoken to Liam and Abby since April of 2022. So it's been over a year. I have asked for visitations via FaceTime now that they are no longer here regularly. It was multiple times a month. Then I took it down to once a month um, because I was just getting no response. I've asked Shanna until she blocked my phone number. I was texting her. Then I started emailing her and her attorney. No response except an accidental reply from her attorney. That was supposed to be to her that just basically said, I don't think you need to respond. And I also have texted her dad, Sterling Gardner, because I had his phone number asking for help, just allowing the kids to talk. And he has also ignored me. Thankfully, Jared's sister, Ashley, contacted Shanna. I gave her her phone number at the end of last year and asked to be able to contact them. Shanna did allow her to have a FaceTime with them. So she was able to talk to them. And then just recently, um, Jared's parents, they had, they had reached out to Shanna's attorney last summer asking to talk to the twins before he went through cancer treatments and was ignored. But they reached out again in April asking if they could talk to them for their birthday. And Shelly, Shanna's mother, actually facilitated a call with them and the twins for 15 minutes. She limited it to 15 minutes and kind of set some boundaries on things they couldn't say. So she couldn't tell them about, they couldn't tell them about me and the girls or mention Jared, nothing of that nature. Just keep it. What are you guys up to? Um, And that's all the contact that I am aware of that has been allowed. Let's stop here for another quick break. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Every single time we spoke to Kirsten, we have been struck by her, her grace, her determination, and her resilience. 
she's turned this awful tragedy in her life, the murder of her husband, into something positive and is giving back to the community by creating the Bexley Box Initiative. So we started the Brightigan Foundation in order to further spread our Bexley Box Initiative. The Bexley Box started just as an idea that I had after reflecting back on Bexley's experience at the Jacksonville Beach Police Department. They did their best with what they had, but they really didn't have essentials for kids that were there for hours. You know, she didn't have a correct size diaper, no sippy cup, very limited toys to keep her entertained for the amount of time she was there, and nothing comforting like, you know, a stuffed animal or a blanket. So the Bexley box is a refillable resource that we provide to law enforcement agencies that contains those essentials. So pre-mixed formula bottles, allergy-friendly snacks, blankets, coloring supplies, anti-anxiety, like relieving toys, lots of things that we worked with people in the community to compile that would be beneficial to kids. Um, we have placed 24 of these boxes to date and we have a whole list of agencies to go that have already asked for them um, and we're going to be working our way down but we are always looking for people who either want to help us place one in their local law enforcement agency if they have connections there or donations that go to help us build and deliver these boxes. I love that the thought of a child sitting in the police station without any comfort is upsetting. Honestly, that was like one of those things that just ate at me. In addition to like people didn't know who Jared was and like Bexley's experience could have been better. Like she went through the worst. It could have been better for her right after that. And no fault of the the officers, but Right, right. And and now when I when I've met with, you know, sheriffs or police chiefs or victims advocates they said, we hadn't even thought about this. Like, this isn't something we think about as, as officers. It, it takes a parent to be like, my child would need this. Yeah. And that's one of the really beautiful things that came out of the Instagram is when I shared that idea, the outpouring of support was amazing. Boxes just kept showing up at my house. Mostly mothers were messaging me with, have you thought of this? Um, one of them suggested the formula. I, I didn't formula feed my kids. So that wasn't even in my my brain. I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. Another one had seen the snacks that we were putting in and said, what about, you know, allergy sensitive children? I was like, we should just make them all allergy friendly as much as we can, you know, like gluten-free, peanut-free. So it was just a beautiful thing that came out of the social media of people coming together to make an idea even better for children who might find themselves in that situation. I mean, I hate to even say this, but it's it's the kind of like the blessing in disguise, right? With her experience that her legacy will be helping other children that are going through something traumatic be just find a tiny bit of comfort. And I think that I think that's really um, special. And um, I hope that it's successful and it spreads throughout the whole country. I mean, kids kids don't deserve and deserve any of this. Uh, well, you and you certainly don't. And I and I'm not putting you on a pedestal or whatever, but. I, every time I talk about this case with like my friends in real life or, you know, people who I work with or whatever, I always say, you guys don't understand Miss Brightigan. She is a force. She is a force. And I, I will say too, you have been the standard of care for your family in dealing with a traumatic event. You have been relentless in the pursuit of justice for your family. And I, I'm so proud of you. And um, I know Jared is too. Like I, I didn't know Jared clearly. I didn't, but I feel like I did through you. And I know he is just so proud of you. Thank you. It means a lot, honestly. True Crimes is executive produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Deanna Thompson, Courtney Armstrong, Jeff Shane, Andrew Arno, and me, John Green. Additional producing by Connor Powell and Gabe Castile. Editing by Jeff Twa. Music by Vanacore Music. True Crimes is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.